Section 5 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 7, January 1896. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Arctic Cruise of the United States Revenue Cutter Bear by DeSheldon Jackson, United States General Agent of Education in Alaska. Expeditions to the Arctic have always had a fascination for mankind. From the early voyages of the Norsemen down through the successive expeditions of Davis, Baffin, and Ross to that of Peary, the world has honored the men who have braved the dangers of the Arctic in voyages of discovery lasting from one to three years but little account has been made of the whalers who have encountered these same dangers for many years in succession and particularly of the united states revenue cutter service that has annually ventured into these icy regions for sixteen years past the service began in eighteen hundred eighty with the sending of the little cutter corwin into the arctic in search of the Jeannette and an arctic cruise has been made each season since that time in eighteen hundred eighty three the steamer bear after the rescue of general greeley and party of the lady franklin bay expedition was turned over to the united states treasury department and detailed for the arctic service she is a barkentine rigged steamer one hundred ninety eight feet long thirty feet wide and eighteen point five feet deep with a capacity of 714 tons. She was built at Greenock, Scotland, for the Dundee Sealing and Whaling Fleet, and is an excellent sea boat, in fact the best in the Arctic Ocean for work in the ice. The commanding officer from 1884 to the present time has been Captain Michael A. Healy, an officer justly rendered famous by his long, successful, and in many ways remarkable service in the dangerous waters of arctic alaska the annual cruise of the bear to the arctic ocean is unique in its multifarious duties and its practical usefulness in addition to the ordinary duties of a revenue cutter in protecting the interests of the customs more particularly by the prevention of smuggling by the whaling fleet this steamer has performed the duty of a traveling life-saving station during these twelve years it has rescued from the bleak and sterile coast of western and arctic alaska a thousand shipwrecked whalers and destitute mariners not a season passes without one or more whalers being wrecked and relief being furnished by the bear in addition to affording relief to the whaling fleet in times of disaster and peril its record is equally brilliant in the protection of thousands of half-civilized natives from the rapacity of the white man and the demoralization that comes from the white man's rum along vast stretches of coast from ten thousand to twelve thousand miles unknown to civilization the flag of the revenue steamer is the only evidence of the authority of the government that is ever seen and the only protection ever afforded the cruiser bear also furnishes the only medical attendance which the natives living along thousands of miles of coast ever receive 
in eighteen hundred ninety the importance of its annual cruise was still further increased by its affording transportation to the united states general agent of education in alaska in his establishment and supervision of government schools in western and arctic alaska and in eighteen hundred ninety one still another addition was made to its usefulness by its being employed in the transportation of domestic reindeer from siberia to alaska its visits to the native villages upon the american coast and the search for reindeer along the coast of siberia bring it into many bays and regions little known to the geographic world during the establishment of schools and the introduction of domestic reindeer into alaska the writer was enabled by the permission of the secretary of the treasury and the courtesy of captain healy to make five consecutive annual cruises along the arctic coasts of siberia and alaska the work being now well under way his place was this season taken by the assistant agent mr william hamilton the cruise of the bear in eighteen hundred ninety five was over much the same course as in previous years after patrolling the north pacific during may and june the bear left the wharf at dutch harbor unalaska on june twenty fourth for her arctic trip the next day she sighted through the fog first st george island and then st paul the sea being too rough to land the ship pushed on to the northwest passing st matthew island on june twenty sixth and reaching anchorage at st lawrence island on june twenty eighth very soon the natives swarmed on board bringing tidings that mr and mrs gamble in charge of the government school on the island were in excellent health and had had a very successful year a sewing machine and a cabinet organ for mrs gamble with supplies for the family and a twelve months mail were landed safely through the surf hoisting anchor on june thirtieth the bear crossed over to indian point siberia about forty miles distant there two cossack officers of the russian army were found taking a census of the village this was the first visit of russian officials to that section of the siberian coast in many years and the natives brought the russian coins they had received from them over to the ship to sell as curios here as elsewhere on the trip the ship's surgeon went ashore to treat the sick and ailing the principal native of the village is kohari who is a noted trader all along the coast he has a little frame whale-house filled from floor to ceiling with tobacco flour and looking-glasses which he has obtained from the whalers and from which he supplies the country for hundreds of miles around this man has been known to have as much as seventy five thousand dollars worth of whalebone in his storehouse at one time he does a business of probably one hundred thousand dollars a year and yet not a single coin of gold or silver nor a single bank-note or bank-check is used nor are any books kept all transactions are by barter furs and whalebones being exchanged for tobacco flour and whiskey this wholesale merchant of the north siberian coast can neither read nor write nor can any one associated with him although so wealthy he lives in an ordinary tent and sleeps on the ground on a pile of reindeer skins on several occasions the bear in search of reindeer has turned southward 
from indian point and sailed up holy cross sound at the head of anadir gulf some three hundred miles into siberia in eighteen hundred ninety three while in search of reindeer we discovered a large river emptying into holy cross sound after visiting a herd of reindeer an officer and crew entered the mouth of this stream the bear being the first ocean steamer that had ever ploughed those waters this season the bear turning northward anchored on july first off south head st lawrence bay peter and kamok the leading men of that section came on board and sold forty head of reindeer the herd however was on the opposite side of the bay and could not be reached until the ice should go out a month later being unwilling to wait the captain set sail for king island which was reached the next morning at this point during two previous seasons the bear was caught and imprisoned in large ice floes leaving the island at eight a m the bear soon encountered large cakes of ice at the entrance to port clarence forcing her way through the ice she found seven whalers at anchor inside and news was received of the successful winter of the reindeer herds the fourth of july was spent with the whaling fleet at anchor a baseball game on shore and a salute of twenty-one guns at noon with a dinner on the bear to the whaling captains comprised the public celebration of the day on july fifth the bear left for st michael where she arrived the following day on july eighth anchor was hoisted and a trip was made to the native village on sledge island on july ninth the steamer made bering straits calling at east cape where four or five influential natives were taken on board to aid in procuring reindeer learning that there was a large herd about fifty miles to the northward the vessel entered the arctic ocean early in the morning of july eleventh the bear picking and pushing her way through the ice reached utan at this place sixteen deer were purchased and brought on board continuing the trip up the coast the bear tied up to a huge ice floe near cape serds siberia while there target practice was had at distant pieces of ice on the fourteenth learning that there were some deer at shakaran the vessel steamed over to that village where twenty-two deer were secured the ice closing in the cutter was compelled to move a few miles farther south at this point seventy-three head of deer were purchased and at midnight the bear got under way for the reindeer station at port clarence passing through a gale on the sixteenth and reaching point spencer on the seventeenth where she anchored about noon on the twentieth the gale having subsided the bear steamed over to the station and landed the deer the brig w h meyer with the annual supplies for the several stations and schools was found wrecked on the beach in front of the station having gone ashore during the gale on the night of the seventeenth the supplies for the reindeer station had fortunately all been landed but those for the schools at cape prince of wales and point barrow were lost on july twenty second the bear weighed anchor and headed for siberia for another load of reindeer and on july twenty third she reached st lawrence bay on the twenty fourth she steamed to the head of the bay where forty-three head were secured the next day she returned to the reindeer station where the deer were landed on the twenty sixth on the twenty eighth the bear having taken on board 
mr and mrs hannah who had been wrecked on the w h meyer with their supplies received from reindeer station sailed for cape prince of wales where they were landed that afternoon again hoisting anchor the steamer left for Kotzebue sound on the way the schooner jesse was boarded and examined on july thirtieth the bear anchored in the lee of chamiso island on the thirty-first while the vessel was lying windbound dr sharp and mr justice of the philadelphia academy of sciences and mr william hamilton of the bureau of education together with a party of officers made an excursion to choris peninsula on august fifth the steamer left for point hope where it arrived next day here the school and whaling stations were visited and dr driggs one of the teachers who had been in that country for five years was taken on board to return to the states for a vacation on august seventh the bear started up the coast for point barrow wending its way through large packs of floating ice and on the following day caught up with the whaling fleet at anchor near icy cape at the southern edge of the great arctic ice pack the whaling fleet had been at anchor for nineteen days waiting for the ice to open the bear lay there for fourteen days longer waiting for an opportunity to get farther north parties from point barrow who came down the coast for their mail reported that the past winter had not been very cold the lowest temperature being thirty degrees below zero giving up all expectation of getting farther north young ice forming on the sea and on the rigging of the vessel the captain concluded to turn southward which he did on august twenty second the following day a shoal of walrus was sighted several miles away and hunting parties were sent out and secured ten of them picking up the walrus the vessel continued southward calling at point hope the next day and reaching the reindeer station august twenty seventh two days were spent in securing requisitions and finishing up the business of the year on september first the steamer while near st michael took on board sixteen destitute miners from the yukon region on the evening of september fourth the vessel anchored off the st lawrence island village the evening was spent in closing up the season's business at the station requisitions were made out for another year's supplies last letters were received farewells were spoken and mr and mrs gamble were again cut off from all communication with the outside world for another year at four a m on september fifth the bear was again under way september sixth st matthew and hall islands were passed and on the seventh anchor was dropped at st paul island where on the eighth a landing was made for a few hours on september ninth a similar landing was made at st george island and at noon on september eleventh anchor was dropped in dutch harbor unalaska closing the arctic cruise of eighteen hundred ninety five end of section five